So this episode we have pre-recorded because obviously for the month of June, I'm going to be gone overseas in Europe for the World Cup. Whoa, huge deal. Yeah, Big pretty deal. exciting. Um, but of course, I didn't want to miss out spending some time with all my fans every week or all our fans. Our fans. I guess they're ours. I mean, you they're always I mean, <laughs> she put in her profile host of Rethink and I'm like, cool, I'll just go. To be fair, you make, in a corner. You make me do the first bit every time. That makes know, me the host. I know, but you're so good at it. But you're, you're the storyteller. I'm the host. That's can we just, the roles. Can we just say it with me? Our fans. Our fans. And, and co-hosts. To be, and co- I've changed it. Okay. <laughs> You can check out my Twitter at RachelCarson14, <laughs> whereby you will see the little follow button. If you don't follow, please click it. Otherwise, you'll also see that I am the co-host of the Rethink podcast. Very nice. Very nice. Um, anyway, yeah, this is a little special edition. We want to give you something a little different. And we also just wanted to let you make sure we shared this conversation with you. It's something that we spoke about a lot, mainly over coffee. And we think it's an interesting topic. And there's a little bit of fun at the end. So stay tuned. Yeah, so I think we're just going to dive right in and start off with if soccer stopped tomorrow, which is scary. and It's very scary, but it's also very real and something that, you know, you don't want to spend too much time dwelling on, but it's important to have that thought and be aware that it's a, a possibility. For sure. And I think it's tough because as athletes in general, you work so hard on your craft and your game and it is a scary phrase but your playing career is temporary and it's you know whether how well you take care of your body or you know regardless of injuries or anything like that like it is temporary at the end of the day um and there is life after your sport um yeah there absolutely is um which i think for both of us is something that we're probably i would say we're mature and we're probably relatively prepared as we can be from the point of view that we have other interests and we've worked pretty hard in our younger years to make sure that we maybe have something to fall back on i think that kind of rolls perfectly into you know before I set that up nicely yeah you <laughs> ali oop for me um so before you played pro you actually did have a you're a career woman i did yeah, somebody so actually tell, tell somebody actually me. responded to our last pod saying are you really a chartered accountant. Yeah. So yeah, we call it having yeah. CPA in America. Yeah. Um, which is a huge deal. Like that's insane. And like, not that it's surprising, but like, <laughs> we just know you as like a boss footballer. We had no idea you were crunching numbers. Mm-hmm. I think the boss parts in parenthesis sometimes. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I spent four years at the Robert Gordon University in Aberdeen. Shout out to RGU. Is Aberdeen a uh, borough of Scotland? <laughs> is, that how- <laughs> is that how you say it? The, the saying is borough. Borough. Like Edinburgh. Oh, I see. Um, and <sighs> Aberdeen is an... It's, a ma- it's one of the biggest cities. Let's, okay. leave, it at, let's leave it at okay. that. Okay, all right. Excuse um, my arrogance shining through once <laughs> quick again. Quick bit of geography whilst we're going through my... <laughs> previous education um yeah so i studied accounting and finance for four years i graduated in 2011 um at which point i then moved to glasgow and worked for ernst and young who um some some people may have heard of them they're one of the big referred to as the big four yeah um or big accounting firm i worked in the glasgow office 
as an auditor which there's some people probably listening yeah you're maybe just switched off or (laughs) quietly booing at the for those who don't pay their taxes (laughs) be careful i'm coming after you (laughs) do you think that you've learned things that you'll take into the corporate world do you think soccer has had any effect on you in that sense like will you be a different accountant going back in whenever you're done playing Mm. Huh. That's deep. That's a big question. I didn't, didn't prep you on that question. one. <laughs> no that's prep. Not on the outline. That's, that's the stuff I should get before we start recording. But <laughs> never mind. We'll know that for next time. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a cliche to say that I've learned so much and blah, blah, blah. But I genuinely think I have. Um, I don't know what direction I'll go back into. I do have, for sure, a passion towards that sort of corporate world, um, working in business, I think for me, when I chose to take that route and go into audit, um, two of the biggest things were to work for a big a big company gives you so much experience. You see so many different companies, so many different accounting methods. You learn such a broad understanding of what everything could look like and mm-hmm. different possibilities for your career down the line. And a lot of people who take that path um, go off in various directions. And, you know, if I was to take I think when I started in the Glasgow office there was 10 of us started at the same time you know I think if we looked at where everyone was I think there is only one person who started with me who's still there and okay. that's only been five years since I left yeah um I think I would like to try something different I think I will go back though and definitely use my what we call chartership you guys call CPA I will okay. definitely go and use that um in some capacity because one I worked super hard for it. I think I think I sat 42 exams in seven years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, whilst also playing for my national team and playing professionals. Roger Corsi, everybody, the unsung <laughs> hero of the day. Which I look back, I run out of time oh nowadays yeah. when all I do is just have to worry about playing for the Royals and recording my Rethink podcast, obviously. <laughs> Shout out. Um, <laughs> do you see yourself working in America after you're done playing or would you like to go back to Scotland? Um, I really haven't closed closed out any options really and shut anything down I think I have been really fortunate in the places I've lived I've lived in Seattle and I've obviously now lived here first day I love Seattle and I think that's a place where I would love to go and experience working life there and a different experience to what it was being a professional soccer player yeah um and similarly here I think I've just seen even just if you look at the work of the club the work of Della Hansen our owner and what he does I think it's another opportunity that could open open a lot of doors and for sure um, I think the biggest thing out of all of this is that you build relationships and that's something that I value really, really highly. Um, and I know that that's going to be key in making the initial decisions if soccer stops, Yeah, which it's inevitably going to do. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about my previous story. I love that. It's very yeah. interesting. Thanks. Yeah. Well, it's not all about me as you've already told the listeners. So well, why don't you give us a little rundown of school and sure. some of your journey um so i attended the university of florida go gators uh from 09 to 12 and i got a bachelor's degree in criminal justice wow. uh with a minor in communications okay um i was i went in as a freshman like knowing exactly what i wanted to do i was super interested in mm, that one of those one of those <laughs> yeah i wasn't like i need to find myself i was like no i want to do criminal justice like i had such an interest in it is and that because you watched a lot of criminal <clears throat> justice shows? Because I definitely love all those programs. Like, like watch CSI? CSI. Get, uh, ah, all of them. Yeah, all of them. Okay. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> that's, While I love that's Dexter. Mainly, yes. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, my dad was in law enforcement. He was head okay. of narcotics, head of auto theft wow. in Detroit. He was 
and so he's extreme seen all badass. Yeah, and so he, basically, we need your dad on the show. Oh my god, the stories he has. We can give him an anonymous name, so he's not <laughs> profiled. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, um, I was just really interested in it, and like even my four years there, like I loved going to class because I had these classes that I was just like like homicide and victimology and criminal psychology like it was so fascinating to me um and then our soccer team actually did a lot of uh leadership exercises with ROTC which was the um like the reserves officers training corps I think it's that's what it stands for okay so it's like if you want to join the army and get your degree um and so I was talking to a bunch of the recruiters there and they I don't know they kind of told me like if I took that route, like what it would look like. And I, I was very interested in it. Um, and at this point, there is no league in America. So sure. after college, um, I figured my soccer career would be over. So I was very interested in um, joining the Army. I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in, but I thought about uh, going to nursing school and the Army would pay for my schooling, which was really attractive to me. And then I would go in as a uh, nurse in the Army. Um, and that was kind of what I had in my plans. Um, and then the NWSL, it was the first year. It kind of worked out perfect where like it was 2012. I was graduating early in December. And then that next year in 2013 was the draft. Wow. Can we just, can we just backtrack one second. So I just want to be clear. Yeah. You were going to, like, they were going to deploy you essentially. You could have gone off with the troops as a nurse and you would have been yeah, well, I would have gone through nursing school. I'm right. not exactly sure how long that would have taken. but sure. And then I think once I got my degree, I would have gone two years wherever they sent me. So it could have been any any base, uh, Hawaii, Iraq, I think anywhere. Um, okay. And then, yeah, and then my career would start from there, um, which is crazy to think about because... Right, your life would have looked so, so different. different. Yeah, and it's, cra- it's really crazy to think about. Um, like not only in like my path, but like the person I would be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. different experiences shape you so differently. So yeah, it's, it's wild to think about that. But when the NWSL came up, I had this feeling that I just wasn't done playing. Um, and I'm really happy that I chose to play. Um, and yeah. So do you remember the moment? Like, was there a moment where you thought, yes, I'm going to enter the draft or was there like someone who said, Oh, you should enter, you know, like you just never know. Or, you know, is there something that's... Um, I talked to my college coach, Becky, a lot about it because I was kind of getting pulled in two different directions because I was like, I could definitely see myself joining the army. Um, And then I was like, but I feel like I'm not... This chapter of my life of soccer isn't done yet. And she's like, E, like, if you join the army, I'm not sure you're going to be able to play after. You know what I mean? Like, you you grow old. Yeah, of course not. But that would be unlikely. Yeah, but she was like... Uh, the army will always be there if you want, if you want to join it. And I was like, you're right. So I kind of fully committed to playing soccer. Um, here we are. <laughs> here we are. So what year was that? That was. The- so I graduated early in December in 2012, and then 2013. And it was your first year. In the my league. first year. So March, I went. I got drafted to Kansas City. And that was the first year of the NWSL. Yes, so that was the inaugural season. Wow. So it was really cool, like, being part of it from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And Did you attend the draft? Like, were you there in person? <laughs> oh, so yes. Little, I can no, tell this is a story. So it was a little old school because, I mean, way back then, seven years ago, it wasn't, like, this big ordeal. The way I found out I got drafted was on Twitter. 
I was I didn't even not. I didn't even have a Twitter. I had to make a Twitter for the draft. You know what I mean? Like I was like, how do I know wow. if I'm gonna get drafted? My coach is like, Becky was like, just make a Twitter. And so I was just refreshing <laughs> all morning. And that's how Hashtag I found out. Make a Twitter. But it's crazy to think about like how much the league's grown because we I went from like refreshing on Twitter to people going to this huge draft. Yeah. And uh it's wild because people always ask me like what I want to do after soccer and as interested as I am in criminal justice and that field, I don't want to pursue a career in it anymore. Okay. So I think playing for seven years, I've been able to travel and see the world and see different cultures and meet different people. It's opened my eyes up to um different passions and yeah, um, while I'm very fortunate to, you know, earn a degree in criminal justice, I'm definitely going to take a different path when I'm done playing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And understandable. I think a lot of us are like that. Um, is there any anything on your bucket list in a, from a career perspective that you th- you'd like to at some point do? I definitely, like, dream is to eventually one day down the line own my own animal sanctuary. Wow. Um, that's very appropriate for you. Yeah. Erica's a real animal person. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's become one of my huge passions, and I I want to it to be like an educational sanctuary where you have animals that are used in circuses and um, for labor. Like donkeys are used so much for extensive labor, mm-hmm. um, and obviously factory farming animals. I want it to be an animal rescue where people can learn and learn about how animals aren't supposed to be used and enslaved and whatever the word you want to call it for our personal benefit when we are so technological savvy that we can find other means other ways to support the human race without inflicting harm and suffering on innocent beings so that's my end goal okay yeah i think that's awesome (laughs) yeah proud of you yeah um what about you well i don't feel i can follow that so i think we should move on (laughs) I'm kidding. Kind of a couple of things. One, I would really like to at some point start up a charity. And I've spoken to some of my friends about this. And at this point, I only know that sort of the general, the general idea is some kind of relationship to um, psychology within sport. Okay. And I have no educational background or experience in that. Um, but I do have a passion for helping to, I think, just raise awareness. Um, and then the other thing that I really, really, really want to do at some point is I'd love to open a coffee shop. Um, nice. I actually have a group chat with two of my friends, the national team. And we pretty much just, wherever we are, one lives in Manchester and one lives in London. And when we travel and whatever we do, we typically sit in coffee shops and we'll take pictures of things we like. You know, like the lights or how yeah. we set it up or the stools. The plants. The plants. There's probably one of the plants in there somewhere. But yeah, hopefully one day, um, I probably need to stop spending so much on coffee and food at the moment, though, and actually save to maybe be able to invest in that. That's my two little things. I love that. Yeah. I think it's important to have other hobbies and interests and passions outside of soccer, because while we are super invested, I think a lot of people struggle with their identity once they're done playing. And when you have all these, you know, other things that you're passionate about, I don't think you'll feel as alone when you're done playing. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Goes to all athletes, like whether you're coming out of college and going into the workplace. I know there's a lot of people that struggle with identity because your sport is kind of all you know for so many years. So I do think it's important for athletes to... You know, whether it's volunteering your time yeah. or... Expand your interests. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so... Amazing. I did like that little little deep, a new lens for you guys. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. I think we're going to transition to a little 
um, goofier portion of the podcast we're gonna do stick to what we know exactly <laughs> it's so weird being serious i unofficially within our little script we have sitting here called this the summer superlatives then in quotation marks the royals yearbook royals yearbook i love that <laughs> when you sign my yearbook have a great summer is that an american thing what a yearbook yeah no that's okay we have one too okay mine's in my room mine's Mine is in my room. Cool. Sorry, Mom. Maybe so, I'll look it out when I go home, actually. Send a picture. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start off with the first one. Okay. Most likely to be president. Ooh. I'm going to say... First, I'm going to say Kelly. We'd think this is her. But I'm actually going to say Becca Moros. Ah. Okay. I was going to say between Becky and Becca. Yeah. I can see Becky. I can see Becky. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That was a bit of a... Rather straight one. Katie Single. <laughs> okay. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. Most likely to win the lottery, but lose the ticket. <laughs> that would just be so devastating. Oh my God. I can actually see like so many people on our team doing that. I don't think I would get over that. Oh my God. Uh, the first person that comes to mind though is, I hate to say it, Mandy Lash. <laughs> 100%. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know though that Mandy would even know that they were her numbers though. So I reckon she would go on with her life totally fine. And Whereas she just has I a winning ticket. Know. Yeah. I would know. I'd be like, that's my numbers. Where's my ticket? Right. And it would pain me that I could never find it. Yeah. Um, all right. This is one of my faves. Oh. Most likely to be on The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is beyond The Bachelorette. So you're like The Bachelorette. You're not on The Bachelor being one of yeah so you're yeah. the you're, you're the main like the show main and then person. you have like 30 dates oh yeah i'm like going around the locker room thinking i think i'm gonna say stengel yeah for sure i was gonna say like stengel but i think low would thrive so much like i think low would thrive she would, would be great thrive too much yeah you know yeah so yeah stengel low yeah i'm yeah stengel what about what about who's more likely to be on the bachelor as in, like, be one of the girls. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! Is that I too feel harsh? like no. Can we answer that? No, I feel like we're gonna answer that. Okay, go for it. Um, I. <laughs> she's gonna kill me for saying this, but if Kelly was on The Bachelor, she would get in so many fights with the girls, right? Like yeah. she would be savage. Okay, so we're saying Kelly because we would enjoy Kelly. Oh the my most. god, that would be the best TV you'd ever seen. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. She's not gonna talk to us. <laughs> yeah. She probably doesn't listen. Let's be real. Yeah. For sure. She's like a good friend, but not that good. She actually texted me and said, what's your podcast called? I'm going to listen to it. Legend. And I was like, you're just being a good she friend. She could just like post on our Instagram about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was 500,000 yeah. followers. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one. Oh, next one's a bit much too. Most likely to be on Catfish. I just want to give a quick, because I know that my mom listens to this and I know she doesn't know what that is. And I yeah. know that there's probably a lot of others. So Catfish is a program... Well, I think it's become like an actual term now, but catfish is, to me anyway, a program whereby they find, it's, essentially it's like you think you're you're dating someone and the person who you think you're dating turns out not to be them. Yeah, so it's like a fake online. profile. Yeah, yeah, it starts online and they send like pictures that aren't them. And yeah. then when you meet in person, it's not the person. Yeah. So Often it's not even the same gender. It's often like, very, yeah. it's... It's, it's quite extreme. Yeah. It's very cruel. It's, it's entertaining to watch the television <laughs> show. But it I is. wasn't going to say that, but, <laughs> but I'm going to argue with uh, it. Most likely to be Catfish. Oh, man. So, like, to be on Catfish. So, just to be on the show. So, does that mean, like, be the person who has yeah. a fake profile? No, 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 no. Who be the person catfished. who gets catfished. Yeah. Okay. Who's getting catfished? 
Stangle. <laughs> She's getting a hard time. She is. Why? I know. I know. We love Stangle. Oh, man. This, this next one's tough. Most likely to marry for money. <laughs> well, that's obviously low. She's she's dating a pro soccer player. True. But you know who I could see? I'm only kidding, Lo. We know you love Roger. Yeah. Love you too, Roger. Is Mish. Like, okay. the, one of the nicest. Mish is a rookie on our team, and she is one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. Well, so I think she could marry into money, and it'd be very genuine. <laughs> you know? Sure. <laughs> But, like, it's always the, the nice, quiet ones that end up with. Okay. You know? That's where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> still time, Rachel. Still time. <clears throat> okay. Next one. Best, equi- <laughs> Best equipped. How is this in your yearbook? Ours were, like, most athletic. Best smile. <laughs> um, I got teacher's worst nightmare, by the way. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, Best equipped to survive a zombie apocalypse. Becky. I mean, yeah. 100%. I, th- I think she maybe would have like a samurai sword beside her bed. Somewhere. Yeah. No, for sure. She's 100%. She already has the plan. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever been in Becky's apartment here. No. <laughs> it's an annoying. Very sus. <laughs> um, okay. Best sneaker game. Oh. I'm actually going to say... Okay, well, firstly, the amount of Nike boxes that Kristen Press receives on a daily basis yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Maybe I noticed that more because her locker's beside mine. So typically they end up on my side. Next to your, like, Amazon Prime So she Prime can box. sit down. <laughs> she can sit in her bench, but I can't sit on mine. No, I'm kidding. She gets a lot. But I think Abby Smith is who I'm going to say for that. Okay. She's, she's got a pretty solid collection of shoes. Okay. Um, you know... I'm going to throw this out there. Sam Johnson, Jono, oh, has some of the best one. best style I've ever seen. And she always comes to work in platform sneakers, yep. which are like some of my f- favorites. She probably has the best. St- she's going to have the best sneakers. I think Abby has the most sneakers. Yeah, for sure. I've also said sneakers a lot of times. And that's going to get me in trouble from everyone back home. What do you say back home for a sneaker? Tennis shoe? I mean, <laughs> wow. No. You, tennis shoe. That's like even more American. <laughs> At least like sneaker would be like. A little bit of like a f- shoe. You just say shoe. Trainer, I think. Trainer. That's so Euro. Train. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking that in Europe we would use a European <clears throat> term. Yeah, trainer. Anyway, I like this next one. Biggest flirt. Kelly. I'm going to say you as well. <clears throat> My mom's <laughs> listening. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs. Corsi. <laughs> um, yeah, Kelly. Kelly okay. and you. Okay. Not mad about it. Best bromance? Mm. We have a lot of bromances on our team. We actually do. We have some like pretty neat friendships. Um, there's two I'm going to say. Okay. Well, like two pairs. Okay. So A-Rod and Bowen are pretty hard to separate. Okay. Especially on the road. Best bromance ever. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also going to say Desi and Gunny. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that one. And Diana third wheels them a little bit. <laughs> So, yeah. Everyone loves a third wheel, though. Yeah. Team heartbreaker. Mm. I'm going to say that's going to be Mish. Yeah, I could totally see that. Like, she's young, innocent. So innocent. She has NBA guys sliding in her DMs. Has she? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think this is our last one. Um, so make it a good answer. Okay. Biggest prankster. 
I would say, I don't want to give Kelly, like, this award. Yeah, you're making her seem very great. But she does, like, hide under beds, like, on a <laughs> she, very... Yeah, she, she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very often. <laughs> I'm trying to think yeah. who else pranks Maybe people Maybe Laura. Team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Our coach. <laughs> yeah. Laura Harvey. I think she just encourages and in, we'd endorse them. I don't for think sure. that Which she I actually like. does too, ma- yeah. too many. For sure. Yeah. I, what about M? I was going to say M too, yeah. yeah. Like if in our training room, if you leave like your sneakers or your flip-flops in there, she'll tape them to the ceiling. <laughs> like yeah. no shame. Yeah. Yeah. Owns it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, love that. The Royals yearbook is complete. Yeah. Let us know if you guys agreed with us, disagreed with us. Yeah. Yeah. We're open yeah. to some, some other questions being thrown out there through, of course, the usual social channels. Um, we'll plug those once more just because. Um, you can get us at Rachel Corsi 14 or E Timrak. Um, and yeah, we uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this special edition of our podcast today. We surely had um, a lot of fun talking about it and doing the Royals yearbook. Um, and yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. And we will catch you next week. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Bye.